It's the Face of Chicago Business Podcast, introducing you to the stories behind the faces, focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful living. Sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our city second to none. How are you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Face of Chicago Business Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Andis Combi. Andis, thank you so much for being here, brother. Uh, thank you for having me. No, it is, uh, it's been quite an honor getting to know you. You're, you're, very, you're a hustler. You're an entrepreneur. Yep. You know, and I love that about you just because Chicago is, is built on that. But you're not originally from Chicago, are you? I'm not. No, I'm originally from Eastern Europe, okay. from a country, a small country called Albania. So we came here very, very young age. Uh, immigrated here with my parents and um, make this country my home. Yeah. That's, at, what, uh, at what age did you come over here? I was 13 at the time. Oh, you were? Yeah. So you already had a, I mean, that's, you got your friends, you got everything going on there. Yeah, yeah. And we had to leave everything behind. Um, initially, it was very hard, but uh, you soon realize that this is a country that makes, makes you achieve um, your actual true dreams instead of, you know, like other countries that are very particular about what what you can and cannot do for sure now i mean i know uh, united states culture is kind of everywhere right mm-hmm. but growing up was that something that you gravitated towards like, were you excited to come here when you found out that this is where you're moving mm, not at all no <laughs> <laughs> i mean you see you hear and see about the states in you know movies and tv and you know you hear about people it's the best country in the world but yeah. again coming from a European structure country where you know um, you have your close friends, your 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 family. Right. Uh, you go somewhere where you you don't know anybody. You, right. you don't know the language. Uh, we we struggled a lot initially with the language part. So of course. Uh, so it was it was hard, but uh, we adapted pretty quick. Now, did you already know people uh, when you moved here? Yeah, we had we had a few uh, family friends that you know kind of uh, took us uh, under their wing and showed mm-hmm. us around. And we're very appreciative of, of that portion because, you know, we, have, we know a lot of families that come that don't have that support system in place. So yeah. uh, we, uh, we were fortunate, fortunate to know a few people that uh, helped us uh, in the initial stages with, you know, getting jobs for my parents and starting school and, you know, finding out different neighborhoods in the city. Yeah. So that was a, diff- uh, it was a, it was a helpful uh, situation to be in when you know the right people. Of course, of course. Yeah. And then what about just other, you know, connecting with other immigrant, uh, your, your age, right? Yeah. That, that this is a, a common story here. That we're, yeah. we're a melting pot of that. What was, what was your uh, experience with that? Well, when you come in, I mean, as with every culture, it's not only with us Europeans, with every culture, you know, people from Latin America, Asia, Europe, uh, you tend to gravitate towards hanging with your crowd, your people, right? Because that's what you know. That's what the fortunate thing about Albanians and where we come from. We come from a country where uh, we're very humble people. We're people that believe in different religions, uh, and we are open to to getting to know other cultures uh, compared to maybe some other countries that are very particular about what their religion is, or you know what they eat, or how they dress. So it was uh, easier on us when we came in to figure out exactly what you know what other people would like to to do what what to eat or what to you know what to dress or how, how to how to spend their weekends so it was uh, it was easier on that aspect but still uh, there was a learning curve for us because we didn't know a lot since Albania at that time was a communist country we were very closed 
So uh, it was a learning curve, but it was a very exciting learning curve yeah. for us, for me and my sister at least. Uh, culture shock nonetheless, I'm sure. Yeah, but, yeah, definitely. But what was your impression of Chicago, I guess, at that point? Because, I mean, there's got to be something about you that, that's always had an entrepreneurial spirit, right? This is about not something extremely new to you. Uh, no, not that age. At that age, when you're 13, you just want to learn everything about everything, right? Yeah. So at, in, in, in a million years, I would never, I, I had never thought that I would be in business, right? Really? My passion at the time was, uh, surprisingly, was criminal justice. I loved no being, kidding. you know, into the whole criminal justice world, wanted to be a police officer and FBI and all this other fun stuff that you see on TV. And that was my passion until I was about 18, 19, after, right after high school. And then you realize, well, you know, it's not my true passion. It's something sure, that sure. looks good on TV, but you know, when you, when you practice in real life, it's not something that you, know, you really, really love and love doing it every day. So at that point, you know, high school age, graduating, what were some of those passions that you had or what started to develop uh, for you? Uh, things that really attracted to me were, at that time were, was technology. So mm -hmm. something that I really had a passion about and I always, I was always practicing things in the tech world. Uh, I had my first official business technically when I was still in, in high school. I had a website where I would sell dropship, sell things from China. Uh, <laughs> no it wasn't a profitable business, but it was something that, you know, I wanted to try and see what, what worked. And, you know, I'm sure you learned from it. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. You, know, you learn all the, you know, I, I learned how to build a website at the time, you know, yeah. how to connect the payment processor to the website, how to take people's credit card information online. But it was definitely a good learning starting point. Yeah. Now, and how'd you get into real estate? I mean, where, where was that, that passion uh, developed? Uh, <laughs> real estate came in, in late 09, 08, 09, when the you know, market crash happens. Yeah. Purely by accident, you know, wanted to invest into real estate because you know, my circle of friends at that time was pursuing or, or pushing me to get involved with something more than what I was doing, which was technology. I had mm -hmm. a technology-based business. Oh, so you were already involved in it? I, mean, you I was already, yes, I was already wow. involved. Technology was something that um, after my, 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 I sold my second business, a merchant service company, wow. I got involved with the technology because I wanted to pursue something that I was passionate about. I was motivated to get, get up every, every morning and, and, and you know do, deal with people that are, were in the same mentality as I was, right? So I had this uh, this business uh, going at that time, and and tech, uh, real estate came into play because you know I wanted to invest in, into something different. I didn't understand the stock market, or I didn't understand any other industry, uh, and uh, real estate was something that uh, kind of played a good, you know, it was a stepping stone, and I took a big risk, but it was it was it was very rewarding for sure. And and, and like I think I hear a lot of that hustle and that determination from. I mean, just even the story to get here, right? Yeah. That, that you're already having to, to climb uphill yeah. for, for yeah. a lot of things. Where, where did you see that, you know, on some level, um, that, that prepared you for it? I don't think anything can prepare you for it, right? Yeah. Uh, you just, uh, any, with, just like with anything in business, you just have to, it, it's a lot of trial and error. Mm -hmm. You have to try a lot of things and throw a lot of things on the wall and see what sticks. Uh, and one thing that I have, uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I have going, uh, that I have uh, always had in me is, is the risk-taking uh, mentality. I, I take a lot of risks, and I always say that if you don't take risk, you never know where you're gonna go, right? 
Um, and I've realized that if you take risks and in, in things that you're passionate about and things that you're motivated to do every day, then um, more more than likely you're going to succeed in in taking in those risks. But I failed many times, For so sure. it's it's part of of, of of the business world. But it's the risk taking uh, gene that I have in me that kind of makes me, you know, just not stand still. Just want to do things differently. Do you think that's something that that you do share with your family? Uh, not necessarily, no. Uh, I don't come from a family of business people. You know, my mother was an educator most of her life. My my dad was, you know, in in uh, back home. Uh, he was in uh, in uh, working in in an environment where you know for the government. Okay. So it wasn't a um, you know it didn't come from any of their of their personalities or their skills. It's just something that I kind of learned along the way, and just something that I wanted to do. Just because you have this platform, which is the, the country and Chicago, and I wanted to take advantage of this platform just to achieve certain levels in life, right? So um, it worked out well, and I want to keep on doing it. <laughs> you, you got bit by the bug, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, one of the things I'm, I'm also just extremely honored that to be able to, to share your story is, is because of your desire to want to give back. Where, where did that come from for you? Where did you see that it was just important that, you know, beyond your success that giving back has to be a part of it. Well, when, when you come from, from a place where you don't have nothing, and when you've been poor and you learn what it takes to achieve certain levels of success, it's a different satisfaction that you get when you give to people. Um, when I'm, I'm not saying just to hand over things or just to just a handout, but just to help people achieve certain things in life. And not everybody's a businessman, not everybody wants to be involved with making millions, or, but just to give people the opportunity to achieve whatever their dreams are, right? Uh, even if it's something small like like making a connection. From, you know, Even if I'm not able to help directly, I, as long as I make the connection, it just feels good at the end of the day just to be part of somebody else's success in life. Uh, it's, it's just a feeling that you, you cannot learn in school. You cannot, it's, it comes naturally and, and to me is very rewarding and satisfying and then that's why I keep on doing it. It's amazing, yeah. yeah. And tell me about the, the mentorship aspect of it, because that's a big part of it. I mean, I hear it, and what you're saying is to, to be able to help people get to that level. Mm -hmm. um, but you've also done it in a very, uh, and I don't want to say professional, but in, you know, in, in a controlled environment where you were part of a program, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the mentorship comes in uh, on the business world, where you know we we always talk about how how the young generation uh, we want to help young generation in, 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 in specific neighborhoods throughout the city that don't have the same opportunities that the rest of the, the country has, right? Yeah. And we always talk about how do we make the, the resources and the tools available to certain people that might not have, uh, that might not get that opportunity through school or through, you know, through their, their regular channels. So the mentorship program, or, or, or in this case right now with a real estate brokerage, we just want to provide a a resource or a path for someone that doesn't necessarily have that um, Ivy League school um, experience or that um, fatherly figure figure at home. Maybe right. maybe we can provide to them something that that they can achieve their dreams with our tools, right? Uh, and I'm, we don't know everything about everything. Uh, all I can talk about is things that we're good at, which is technology and real estate. Uh, and whoever it wants to be involved in those two industries, we're always open and our, all, our doors are always open to that. just provide us those tools and resources to those individuals. That's amazing. No, that's great. And when you think about those 
those individuals, those students that that come from those underserved areas where, you know, they can't, they don't have access to it. And exactly. even hearing your story, yeah. you were already thinking one thing. You know, you wanted to go into the criminal justice, and mm-hmm. that's putting you on a path. But there's always that person, that individual that comes into your life that that puts you on a different path. Sometimes, yep. right? They yep. open your eyes. How do you see that in, in terms of changing and or the need for it? Because I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think more people are tuning into the fact that look, an Ivy League degree isn't isn't everything and it's exactly. not everybody's gonna have the same experience not everybody's gonna come you know from same family yep. but where do you see like yourself in that and, and hoping to make that impact and that change um even if it is real estate and, and technology sure um well like you said school is is important to certain individuals and it's it should be always an option first option for you know people you know in in our city um, but it should not be the only option if 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 it's not accessible and for for a lot of uh, people in our community is not is not easily accessible yeah. so we want to provide an alternative option to certain individuals that want to get involved and not necessarily just just to get rich, right? Uh, we're not promising people to get rich quick, but just to provide a platform for them to think of other options in order for them to get ahead in life. Uh, we don't have all the right answers. Obviously, mm-hmm. the city is so diverse, and it's 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 such a mix of different personalities, different people, and politics in, is involved, and race is involved. But we just want to learn from everyone, and just 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 to figure out exactly what kind of tools, because all we, all we can be is a tool, right? Yeah. What kind of tools we can provide to certain individuals to get ahead in life. And if it's something we can help people and along the way they can be successful, it's a different satisfaction for us as a company, is a different satisfaction for me as an individual, just to, just to provide in order for others to get ahead. And then they could say that, uh, hey, I got ahead in life, not because of I went to a, an Ivy League school, but because I got those local connections with individuals in in my city right in my block in my in my neighborhood so it's a it's a learn it's a learn as you go type of a thing for everyone yeah no it really is and you know you're you're a recent uh father right yeah yeah congratulations yeah, by the way. yeah yeah you know Thank what do you, you what do you think yeah, you're welcome um what do you think in terms of being a dad now has changed you uh, when it comes to being a leader, being a mentor, and, and some of these ideas about education, and it's not, now it hits close to home, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm I'm a dad of of two beautiful girls, uh, and I always want to teach my girls on how to be independent and how to uh, basically uh, survive on their own, but also be part of a community to help and to achieve whatever it is that they want to achieve in life. Yeah. Um, but it 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 does hit home for me when I when I deal with the female aspect of, of business leaders, right? Uh, I always want to learn uh, and I want to be part of uh, uh, women that are in this industry that that get ahead in life uh, by themselves, but uh, I mean uh, ahead w- with themselves, but not not by themselves. Mm-hmm. So I always want to teach that to my girls on, on how to how to achieve their dreams. But again, uh, they want to do whatever they want to do later in life. And I just want to be part of it. But at the same time, I'm never going to intimidate them to do something that I think is better for me. Uh, they have to choose their own paths in life. Yeah, no, so, that's so important. That's great yeah. that, that you have that you know philosophy. Towards yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> um, and how how different is it? I guess with the way that you were brought up, because 
you know, I think being a parent is also remembering what it was like to be a kid, yeah, right? Definitely. But your childhood was in another country, exactly. And here you are raising these kids in in, in the U.S. Exactly. How, what are the, the biggest differences that stand out to you from that perspective? Well, different, different. Um, the, the the difference was mostly is access to you know education, access to opportunities. It's not the same where I come from. Uh, I mean, it's changing now. It's it's a, it's a, it, it has everything has changed uh, for the past 20, 25 years. Um, uh, but uh, the opportunity that this country gives you, as long as you have the passion and the drive and the motivation, no matter where you are in life, as long as you have that drive in you, this country gives you something that some other countries don't, right? Uh, yes, we have a diverse political system and we have a diverse, you know, um, you know, it's a big country with different mentalities on, on, on how people think uh, things should be achieved, but... Uh, you still have an opportunity to do whatever it is that you want to do in life. And I don't think any other country in the world can provide this platform that, you know, United States gives you uh, compared to, you know, Eastern Europe at that time where it was very limited in resources. You had to either do something um, outside of the norm and get involved with things that were not legal per se <laughs> or had to have connections in the government in order to get ahead. Uh, compared to this country, yes, you do have to have the connections, but it's not it's not a similar you know intimidating setup like like Eastern Europe was at at that time. Yeah, no, and I think that's very true for a lot of countries. I mean, unfortunately, we do have a good here, and sometimes you know yeah. we don't know how good we have it, especially exactly. when you're born and raised here, yeah. right? Um, yeah. But but also another thing you mentioned is is I guess maybe even not mentioned but implied was your resiliency. Yeah, you're a risk taker. Yep. And, but you failed. You know, for a lot of people. Failure is something that they don't they don't deal well with. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what's your advice when <clears throat> you're you're talking to young entrepreneurs or uh, people just getting started that you know failure is a part of it? Exactly. I mean, yeah, uh, it's it's not something that you you you, you learn in school, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, no no school will teach you you know uh, risk taking or passion or motivation. Sad, right? It's 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 yeah. They will teach you the numbers and 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 the you know statistics and all all the other still good stuff that you need to learn in life, but. Uh, risk, risk taking, it, it comes with experience and it comes with that um, um, passion that you want to succeed, right? If you have a long vision, I think, and I always tell people that I know in my, my circle, my, 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 uh, in, my, in my close circle of friends and, and family and employees and partners, you just have to be passionate and persistent and accept that failure is going to be part of that journey right you have to enjoy the journey you have to be part of something that's that's bigger than your initial goal and 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 plan but business plans are always are meant to be adaptable mm -hmm. and adaptability is what makes success happen long term but uh i just prepare everyone that that i do business with just be prepared to fail and be prepared to to not achieve the results that you originally thought you're gonna get, but uh, uh, eventually, if you're persistent enough, you're gonna win at the end. Yeah. Maybe not the same initial vision that you had, but uh, persistence usually always uh, wins. Now, and I think another great point that I'm myself trying to learn more of is enjoying the process, enjoying the journey. Exactly, right? that, I always say, say that, yeah. It's so important, you know, and for you, um, it just seems like well, I mean, I guess when you think about it, right, oftentimes when you're an entrepreneur, you don't have time to think about the things that you've done, right? Yep. But I get what, what's for you the thing you've been most proud of along the journey? Just to have fun with it. 
That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Something that I've always, uh, you know, I always said, you know, it doesn't matter what the end result is. Yes, the end result is important, but it's not only about the end, the end result, right? You gotta have fun with the process. You gotta have fun with, and I'm not saying just fun just to, you know, to go party, but just to fun to, to really love and enjoy what you're doing so it doesn't feel like you're working. And, and everything that I've been involved in the past three or four years, it's been you know, you know industries that I, I want to enjoy. Even the, the new brokerage that we just started uh, recently, I wanted to do something that was fun, uh, something that I enjoyed every morning, something that I deal with different personalities of people, and it's not about you know profits at the at the end. Uh, as long as as long as you know the visions are there and the people understand who you are and what you're capable of doing for yourself and for them, and you enjoy the process, it's more important than you know. What you gonna? Um, what your bank account is gonna look ten years from now? For sure, for me at least. And and of all the people that that you think about in your close uh, group of, of of friends, family, uh, partners, employees, you know who, who's your sounding board? You know who do you turn to uh, when when you're stuck on something? When you need advice? When you need some help? When you you know may, maybe just keep you on the right path? Well, it's everyone. You yeah. know, it's. I don't have all the, the, all the right answers. I never went to business school. I never, you know, I don't have, you know, 40 plus years experience doing what I'm doing right now. The thing about business is that it's, it's especially business nowadays, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a changing world. So you have to be adaptable. You have to be able to be coached by everyone, not just, you know, uh, people that have been doing it for a while. Even your your regular, you know, employees that come in every day, nine to five. You ask opinions. You get ideas on what works and what doesn't work, and you're willing to accept criticism from everyone in order for you to get, you know, different results and better results at the end of the week, at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a specific person per se. I I read a lot. I I watch a lot of uh, videos, podcasts. I watch Mm -hmm. a lot of people that have done uh, things similar or like me in the past. But my best learning experience or my best um, uh, training course, it's like people that I deal with on a daily basis. You know my vendors, my employees, my my contractors, my uh, my assistants, everyone involved in in, in running the, my our businesses is it's something that I learn with every day. I learn from every day. Oh, that's great advice because yeah. I mean we can all use a little good advice from now and you know time, but we don't <laughs> we're not open sometimes to uh, yeah. you know it being it coming from yeah. the, the the not the usual suspects, right? Yep. Yep. And then I guess the other part of it is just the, the journey looking ahead. What's what's uh, what does it look like for for you, your family, your business? I mean, we have big plans, right? Of course. <laughs> uh, but whatever we do in the future, it, it has it has to to do it has to make sense not only for me but for my family, for for everyone involved. And like I said earlier, you, we have to have fun with it. Uh, real estate and technology are two industries that we are more and more involved uh, as far as our group of companies, and we want to pursue things that make sense for us and things that we're truly passionate about. And we plan on expanding upon those two industries as we move along. But the sky's the limit when it comes to just, you know, expanding and, and having a growth and having multiple locations, multiple partners. So there's no there's no limits right now. It just it's a learning curve, but at the same time, you know, the ambitions are big. It's awesome. I, yeah. I love big ambitions. Yeah. So and then the, the last question is just, you know, who who would you be looking to connect with? I mean, I know you have a lot going on, so I wanna give you the floor as far as the type of people that should be reaching out to you? I mean, anybody that is passionate, is motivated, and it's a risk taker. 
<laughs> I know that that's a that's a large group, but we don't just deal with a specific industry when it comes to creating partnerships with. Yeah. Obviously, people that are involved in real estate, we would love to talk to anybody and everybody that does real estate in the, in, in the city, and the mortgage industry, um, uh, home inspectors, home stagers, uh, attorneys, everybody that that. Uh, visions align with ours. We want to be. Uh, we want to have conversations with. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a, a transactional conversation, but it could be just an idea sharing conversation where we can just share ideas and figure out exactly what we can do for them and what they can do for us in order for for everyone to grow. So, in in, in the technology world, you know, we're we're passionate about technology and the industry that we that started everything. So everyone that has that passion on how to make uh, everybody's life better using technology to get ahead in life and to, to make it simpler, we want to talk to those, those individuals. We always are hiring. We always are trying to create partnerships, right? So we're never settled to a point where now we have everything and we're just going to go with it. We, we, you know, Every day it's, it's, a, it's a process that we want to just meet people. And we want to do it in a, in a, in a non-formal environment where everybody just wins, uh, wins something and gets something done. Absolutely. No, I love it. Well, that sounds like you. I'd uh, encourage you to reach out to Andis. Uh, he's doing great things. Appreciate uh, it. Really making a mark here in Chicago. But I, I think just above anything else, he's a great guy who, who truly wants to make an impact uh, in a positive way for those who are less fortunate than us and our neighbors, right? Yep, so yep. Uh, thank you for, for being here. Thank you for, you for having me. Appreciate you know, it. Of course. Thank you. Until next time.